Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. The show about the show, the show within the show. There's always two different ways you can get the show. This one from the normal DA show iTunes feed or on its own iTunes feed or other places podcasts are available. Just simply search Permission Granted. And then also on our website, go to cbssportsradio.com and click on the DA show tab. Now, Mraz joins me. And let's start with Death by Salsa. Overall, since this is the first PGP since then, huh. better or worse, we'll get to that later, better or worse than year number one? Uh, I think better. Better. I've heard critics like Andrew Bogish, and he'll get to this in side B, discuss maybe whether the actor stick's getting tired. I think his mouth's still hot. I think it's better. We added you guys in an Easter Bunny costume, dipping marshmallow peeps. You had a choice of flavor peep. And followed it up after eating it by having to pass out candy throughout the office. That is peak ridiculousness. It's way better. The reaction to the hot wasn't as dramatic as last year. Me kicking my feet, throat on fire, actually crying. Robbie and his whole bit and eating the ice cream. And that was a better reaction. This year, though, I agree better because the Easter Bunny caught... Uh, costume, outfit, handing out the candies, and just the visual of us in that outfit doing it, I think elevated to the next level. I I totally agree. Definitely visually wise. And I... Visual eyes. Just visually. Visually. I I will say that for what we talked about, I think what's kind of gone ridiculously underreported here is that we discussed going into Death by Salsa whether the peep would have a positive or negative impact on it. And it was kind of like half kidding, like the salsa's still hot or whatever. But part of the reason that I think we didn't get the natural crazy reaction that we got a year ago is that you guys were taking a scoop, a Tostito scoop, and it was a puddle of salsa in there. And I really do believe the peep kind of absorbed it, maybe didn't get as much chunkiness out, although we examined to make sure there were chunks on the peep. I think the peep played a factor here, and I think why you maybe you didn't get the crazy reaction is maybe you guys didn't get as crazy heated as you would have been with a chip, and I think the peep was a factor. I think that this is exactly right, that two things happened with the tortilla. Number one, with a scoop, it just is going to collect more because it's indented. Right. So it was like a, a spoon of it. Of course. That's why they make the scoop. Number two, the salt on the tortilla chip, I think, inflamed the heat. That's a very, very good, Damon. Very good. Thank you. And I think with the peep, some people had suggested the sugar might dissipate some of the heat 
in the peep, and I think that it ended up happening. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it's a round, sugary-coated marshmallow. You have absorbance at work. You have sugars working at work. I mean, look, Bill Nye, the science guy, to take a, a line from Tuesday, should could come in, and he could figure out why that is the case. And we really could have had somebody scientific explain why that wouldn't be bad, and maybe that would have calmed your fears. But, yeah, overall, you can't tell me it wasn't hot. You guys still had the, the it eyes It was still all very up. hot, yes. Let's not act like you ate some mild salsa. It was still there. It just wasn't as crazy fire. And maybe on the way down, that marshmallow just kind of, it was like a, a plug. It, ju- it just worked. Yes, it did work. Now, Bogus wants a bag out of any and all spiciness next year. Yeah, and this is talked about coming up here soon in Side B. He has an idea that I think is a fair one, shall he lose again, but... One way or another, we already have the end. We have the sauce called the end, and that has to be eaten. Maybe it's on a taco. Maybe it's on something. But the end has to be eaten one way or another. Pepper Palace in the Mall of America gave us something even more devastating than Death by Salsa, which is a hot sauce called the end, which is apparently 100 and 200 times hotter than a Carolina Reaper. Yeah. Which, I don't know how it could be that much hotter, but it is. And to me, the only Carolina Reaper right now is Tom Dundon, so... So, to me, it has to be the punishment next year. But I don't know how Bogus is going to try to crawl his way out of that. Yeah, my guess is he'll probably have a Delaware Blue Hens like women's volleyball game or something that day. And that's how he'll bag out. But, look, we've all paid up our bets. And Bogus paid up his bet well. But Bogus was very scared about the embarrassing part about handing out candy. And then he made out great. Yeah, he loved it. He loved it. And we were conquering heroes going... Around the sales departments sure. on both floors. For sure we, we were. Got, we were very popular. Yeah, and that was all. I thought it was very festive. Uh, and that really, because you were doing the show while the webcam was following, and I was holding it following Bogus handing out candy. Then after the show ended, we haven't even talked since you handed out the candy. I mean, it was a fe- festive atmosphere. And I can tell you the staff here loved it. They adored it. Bosses loved it. Yeah, it seemed like the bosses really got a kick out of it. It was almost like... People needed some, a reason to smile, and we gave it to them. Yes. Especially on a good Friday. Yeah, it, and it was a good Friday. And have you had anybody come up to you since? Was anybody? Do you think there was anybody there that thought maybe you weren't who you were and you were a hired bunny? I don't know. We went to a floor that not necessarily is connected to CBS Sports Radio. Right. It's connected to other affiliates. There was a portion of the floor that definitely knew who you were, but there were other parts that might have just thought you were a bunny. Yeah, I I don't know. I I think because we have so many different, we have music, we have news, we have sports all in the same building. There's some people that just had no idea, I think, who I was. The weird thing is I think there are people that did know who I was that I don't know who they are. And their first sight of me is in an Easter Bunny outfit handing out candy. Wow, so do you think you're labeled forever as Bunny Guy? That's the guy from the Bunny? I don't know. I, I think... If they saw me around the office again, yeah, that was the bunny guy. But I just think it's interesting. Like, let's say there's a bunch of people working in digital editing, audio, or video, or publishing, or digital, and and they're seeing the clips of the show, and then they see me come up, and I'm in an Easter Bunny outfit. I think then they don't really take me that seriously. Well, see, we're working in an industry where... There's an element to be taken seriously, but there's an element of, like, enjoying the ridiculousness. I would hope so, but a lot of people just work a 9 to 5. Yeah, but you would think you're working at a radio station, you're going to see some goofy things. And that was goofy. I don't think you could hold it against you. Look, if that's the way people are, I'm never going to get by in life. Because if that's all anybody thinks, where have I ever established? No, you've got nothing else. No, I have nothing else. I'm the guy following the guy in the bunny costume. What does that make me? I'm not even good enough to be the bunny in their eyes. (laughs) I don't like how you guys are now calling in a question the validity of Huge Freeze being there. I think this thing was a farce by you. Full disclosure. A farce. A farce. 
I think I understood your reasoning. When I broke the sanctity of the Easter Bunny costume no, eating salsa. Look, a lifetime ban, when, when we go up pick for pick and we do that whole thing, we have listeners invested in, like, this guy is not going to be welcome back at the show ever. <laughs> ever. We're not even in summertime yet since post, you know, the college football playoff in January. And here is Huge Freeze coming in. Now, we invited him to partake, and seeing him eat hot salsa in an Easter Bunny costume would have been hysterical, would have been good content. So the excuse of he was grandfathered didn't make sense. However, once he loses and he comes in, you want to have him sing a song as if it's a national anthem kind of deal? Fine. For him to now suddenly come in as if he's a... He's Jason Witten in the Monday Night Football booth, recently retired from eating salsa, and he and he's in there for not one but both eating situations. So that was the line for you. Yeah, I think, hey, all right, you want to sing a song, Huge? We haven't heard you in a while, sing a song. Get back out. Okay, let's walk through this. All right. Huge had to be invited back into Death by Salsa, challenge number two, because he was a participant last year and lost. Sure. It'd be unfair to have him compete and lose than not be able to compete again the next year. Sure. So you were okay with him being involved in the competition? Yeah, I mean, if you really, really wanted to lay the hammer down, you say, you're not even welcome in this competition. But selfishly, it's another person in the pool that could have kept me from eating salsa. So that's where I jump on and said, okay, he was in it. If he ends up losing, I don't have to eat, so that's better for me. Okay. Number two, once he ended up not losing, had he lost, we would have definitely demanded he eat on camera on the show. We certainly wouldn't have said, well, you're banned from the show, so even though you lost, you don't have to do it. But that's the deal you make. If he loses, he's in there eating. So by virtue of that, the fact that he didn't lose and he won means he still gets to be part of the ceremony, if you will. He still gets a witness coming in. Okay. Okay, that's fine. So we're, we're in lockstep there. So then number three would be if he didn't lose and he was there to witness the loser... You think that's where it should have stopped. He should not have had any more role in the show besides being in person witnessing. Yeah, I think we all could have took a picture together, one of you in the bunny costume. These were all the participants in it. He gets his Instagram likes and stuff like that. But that's to the extent of it. You, Because remember, there was thought of him tanking to get on the show. Mm-hmm. And if he was just going to get on the show, then we wouldn't have even thought about that tanking issue to begin with. But I even was okay with him singing because I understand that's the legacy he lives. Maybe there are some fans clamoring for it. This is a loophole because he was grandfathered in. It was once the singing happened, it, it, it was almost as if he felt and you felt and Bogus felt that, all right, well, Huge is just here. Let's you know play him like a jukebox. You sit in. You give us some commentary here. You know, he's chiming in with how the ice cream worked with him. Uh, now, were some of his comments insightful if you were thinking about it in terms of watching a game and Romo pre-calling out plays? I guess, I suppose. But even the first time when Bogus eats your calling play play, that's it. That he comes back in for round two when you eat. So that's the line again. What I'm, ta- I'm talking about is we were in lockstep in agreement. He could participate up until he wanted to do color commentary. Sure, I think yeah. That's Singing terrible. the song, the Death by Salsa song, was okay. Yeah, yeah. Does somebody sing the national anthem at a Yankee game and then go up and call a game with Michael K? I'm just asking where the line is. So right. he sings the national anthem essentially, the Death by Salsa theme song. And at that point, he should have stepped aside, and you would have been fine. Yeah, his day is done. We've seen you. We've heard from you. You didn't win. You gave us a song. Sit there and watch like the rest of us. And you thought, how much of this resentment towards Huge being involved in both of the eatings and being a color commentator at a third man of the booth is that you're bothered that your play-by-play call suffered? I do. I I think my play-by-play call was not as good as it was year one. I and went that's back. The, that's the part that bothers you. Yeah, this definitely bothers me because this is selfish. 
I was I walked away overly impressed post time rewatching year one that by salsa by saying wow i was pretty good at that you were i really thought i was i'm not maybe not as goofy as jacob but i've and i was really looking forward to doing this i had some things planned out some things i wanted to say and i thought i would do a good job and i felt like he disrupted my flow and disrupted my rhythm and when i went back and i rewatched, there were moments that you were enjoying <laughs> him saying stuff where i was like you know what? i can't get no flow here this is not who i'm meant to be in a booth with and, uh, yeah, I think the call <laughs> suffered. And when you want to say the reaction suffered, I think huge hurt the reactions of yours by stepping all over the call. Do you f- now have more of a, a sympathy and understanding of what Tessator went through? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm laying off Tess. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. It. It's tough. It's tough. You want to go there. And he, even when he's giving you something, he's giving you nothing. He waits till they remember the Titan at the end. Of really, That's the line you love. It's a good Kurt- line. It's a good line. But, again, he says it on the way out. It's just how many times he's going to reference the ice cream? He's he, quick. He's he's got a quick way, but he's almost too quick in a play-by-play setting where he's just he kills your call. I, I, look, I don't have much on play-by-play. I called Division three hoops for a season. I got last year's <laughs> death by sauce. I got this. My mo- my most recent tapes now are wrecked. They're wrecked. So through all of this, last week I'm in Peru. You have beat your chest to no end. Uh-huh. I get PGPs out even when everybody else is on vacation. Yep. How dare you guys not get a PGP out when I'm on vacation? And I'm sitting in the Lima airport <laughs> on Friday night getting ready for my eight-hour debacle overnight um, flight back to JFK. And I'm like, this is the best. I've been disconnected from the show for a week, disconnected from American sports for a week. I can't wait to hear what happened on the show this week. Let me get the um, the PGP. And I look, no PGP last week, none. And I text you, and I'm like, what happened? And you gave me every excuse in the book. I knew the excuse line was coming. You gave me every excuse. Now, I will say on the record on the PGP, because we're talking about the PGP, there should have been a PGP last week. It wasn't me trying to duck out and not doing a PGP. Yeah. It was amount. It was about the resources. I, in the past, I can't name the PGP, when you were away, had to do either an entire PGP or one side of it by myself because all else failed. And you had a problem with that to some degree and said, I should have come up with this one, that one, or the other one. I'm just I'm just giving, you know, random stuff here. For this week's, my plan all week was, when I come in, I know Andrew Bogus is on update still. He will have time to tape a PGP, and we will do a PGP. When I rolled in on Monday, he didn't tell me exactly why. He told me he couldn't. By Tuesday, it was he was doing your post-DA show work of around the dial, and he was swamped in that atop of updates, so he was going to be unavailable all week. So we're already on Tuesday. Which is a Radio.com project that yes. started a couple of months ago that we haven't officially rolled out yet, but it's, uh, yes, post-DA show. I have other responsibilities uh, taping-wise, editing-wise, and Bogus took over that from me. So he was unavailable to do it. My next option would be Pete the Body who was conducting interviews all week for scheduling hiring and told me he had no time to do it. So I said to myself, well, what is the most important thing? We have to talk about death by salsa. So who's the next man up? Oh, that would be huge freeze. (laughs) And I stopped myself before texting huge freeze. And I said, because I really wanted to talk to you about this, but you were in Peru that I was a little bothered that he stepped all over the calls. I said, but aren't I now, you know, prolonging it or aren't I feeding the beast that is my problem? Don't I become a hypocrite if I have huge freeze on a PGP now? If my whole point I'm going to make to you after I am on a PGP is that I thought a banishment was a banishment. So this is where I drew my line in the sand. I said, if he's banished, he's banished. And yes, he's not banished from the PGP, but now he's just been on the show. Immediately he's on the PGP. 
you know, now it's starting. He starts to get comfortable. He's you the didn't guy, want to reward him, right? It becomes he's a squatter then, and he's a squatter, and squatters have rights, and then you can't get him out. So could I have called up a Jacob Wilkins? Could I have called up a Joey Waller? Could I have called up as you said? We have a cast of thousands of characters. <laughs> That's right. I could have. Then the flip side of that would have been they weren't really involved in the most recent thing we should be talking about on the PGP. So is the PGP then out of place? Does it sound weird? Ultimately, I should have just done that, talked about anything else, and given our listeners something to chew onto and waited for the Easter Bunny stuff this week. And I selfishly, because of the banishment, turned my back on Huge Freeze and what could have been a good PGP. So the reason there's no PGP is solely because of me, because of every backup plan I thought of having an excuse not to do that plan. Well, here's where I come down to this. I was originally very upset. I was like, just because I left means there's no PGP. Just because I left means that there's nothing to talk about. That's not true. There's plenty to talk about. And I was disappointed because I felt like you were once again bagging out on your responsibility. And then I realized, you know what? I thought I had taught everyone well enough over six years, six and a half years, that the show must go on. That there is no, no show it's not like the show doesn't exist when I'm off. The show must go on. Sure. And you and I have come to the agreement. I want to prioritize the hosts that want to do the show. Okay. Sure. Yep. So a John Kincaid does the DA show, which we value because the show must go on. Sure. It's not like all of our DA aliens just say, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm going to go to sleep for the next week and I wake up and then DA's back. Sure. And I realized that as much as I thought that I taught, I didn't teach it well enough, that there was not the understanding that the show must go on. And so I can only imagine there is one way for you to redeem yourself in this case. Oh, boy, what am I getting soaked into here? PGP, Permission Granted Podcast, I believe side B for the next month should be Permission Granted Profiles, PGPs. And your side B should be profiling this cast of thousands. And so next huh. week, because here is the, here's what I want to teach you. There's always content. Just because Bogus had to do around the dial and just because Bilotti was scheduling, just because you hate Huge Freeze, doesn't mean there's not more content. There's always content. Dig deeper for content. And so, I see now how this is going to get brought back in my face. So the PGP permission-granted profiles, I would say over the next four to six weeks. You even have a name for it. Should highlight Jacob Wilkins. You could have easily had him watch Death by Salsa and just give his reaction or grade your play-by-play, what he would have done. These are all good ideas and I didn't think of. So I want you to profile Jacob Wilkins. Okay. I want you – Joey Waller's not necessarily mandatory because we just had Waller on the PGP, and I think people are really now connected to his life after the wedding. Sure. So I don't know how much more there is to dig right now into Waller's life. If there's something – that you find interesting. Maybe this is a month from now. You know, you can ask Waller about your place on the Wallies, which is his personal rankings of funniest people in the in the the hallways here. Perhaps okay. what happened to the Wallies. Perhaps if he has a chance to profile on the Wallies. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. What he's looking for, etc. I've mentioned Pens before. Our good friend Mark Pensner. Didn't been, know that was an option. That would have been done last week. Been a color commentator on uh, the flag football. He's a hardcore listener to the show. He's joined the show for other segments. He's shadowed the show. I think it's important. He's now hosting a podcast. He's I hosting see. a financial podcast. Yes. 
think you should interview him about that and what he's learned from the PGP, what he takes away from the PGP. Perhaps nothing. Perhaps he thinks we're a bunch of stooges, but something to ask. I think you should profile Huge Freeze and what he does now in the darkness. He's got nothing. You know, it doesn't have to be now because maybe it's too short a time frame after the Death by How Salsa. have you dealt with banishment? Yeah. See, that I have less of a problem with. That's a good angle because it's tackling what we know exists now, which is his darkness. And I, and I wouldn't mind having you ask him, why did you step on my calls? You know, did you think about that? But he's not confrontational. He's just going to come back to me. I, I didn't mean it like that. Well, I'd like to hear the question posed. You, know, you got to ask Greg Popovich what happened with the end of the f- end of the game. No foul. All right. Got to ask him. All right. These are all good ideas. And well, obviously they're going to be done because you're mandating they are done. So they will be done. Permission granted profiles. My question now lies: What do we do for permission granted po- profiles when I'm, uh, you know, in Hawaii in two weeks? Um. Well, perhaps you can tape one in advance. Oh. Okay. We could play. Okay. All I right. think that'd be a good idea. Kenny Brock's now engaged. Ask him about this That's whole a thing. Great one. We we lived through him working on two hours sleep. Couldn't get a date because he was miserable and angry and everything, and he hated life. Now he's he's engaged. That's a great one. You're right. Uh, DA show listeners would like to know what's happened with Brock. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Well, there's let's... a cast of thousands. There's a cast of thousands. So we have the PGP, the permission graded profiles coming uh, coming as soon as next week. All right. So I would say there's there's four to six of these to be done. And look, in some ways... Don't pee in the carpet again. Get <laughs> it does take some pressure off of you, though, because now you don't have to think about what the side B is going to be. True. You just line them up. True. Okay. Well, then, uh, look, I mean, much like a summer series, an HBO miniseries, this is what will be done this summer. Maybe you want to get a Nancy Mraz on the phone. Maybe there's a side uh, B. If I'm doing a permission... Maybe, maybe, just to talk about what she thought about my education growing yeah, up. Yeah, yes. I'll see if she's got a lot of free time apparently lately. So see <laughs> see what's happening. How's look? How's Bilotti dealing with scheduling? Getting him to talk about anything right now is a problem. Over the summer, this has got to be a big jigsaw puzzle for him. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think we already need to have her days off for Christmas next week. So I don't know if the puzzle's getting figured out. A Marco Bilotti. How's he fit into the summer plans? <laughs> she's sleeping. A, a dessert corner to Brad Heller is now on the Mets beat. Yeah. How does that affect his life? He doesn't have to wake up at 3 a.m. anymore. How many days will he take off coming on October? <laughs> Probably a lot, I'd imagine. So all of these are potential permission-granted profiles. Maybe we get a hold of Charlie Ebersole if the lawsuit's clear. <laughs> See how he's holding up. Well, I'd like that for the show. Oh, all right. No problem. I'd like that on the no show. No permission-granted profile for Charlie. I want that on, on the radio, not the podcast. But so starting next week, we'll have PGP permission granted profiles. And we'll once again hammer home that there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot that's interesting, even when you don't realize there's a lot that's interesting. A lesson to be learned on every PGP. (laughs) Side B is right now. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, welcome into Side B of the PGP. After a week off the Permission Granted Podcast, I am your host, Sean Mraz, joined here by Andrew Bogish. And we haven't heard from the bogeyman in quite some time. Andrew, how are you? So just to recap, because DA was on vacation last week, you did next to nothing as well? All right, first of all, no, that's not true. There's a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff I did. But yes, uh, as has been now reported... 
There was not a permission granted podcast last week, and I will apologize because that falls on my shoulders. There was a point in time along the way of these permission granted podcasts where I was on vacation and DA and the crew did not pump one out, and this is well over a year ago, and I always held that over their heads. I have lost that feather in my cap to hold over their heads, but with good reason. If I can make an excuse or reasoning. Which you will, whether you can or not. Number one, I was off of the DA show, so I was not in as early to do this time with you. Mm-hmm. And you were taking on duties that normally belong to DA post-show. So yes. I could not ask you when I got in to do such permission granted podcast. Okay. Pete the body as well, way too consumed with his scheduling to ever only here for like a time. day and a half last week, too. Right. He, he snaked a couple days out. And number three, uh, as DA had pointed out, somebody I actually did think of was because we hadn't had anybody to recap what had happened with one spicy moment, the house huge freeze could have been available to hop on the Permission Granted podcast had I asked him to recap the events. My opinion, though, was as he has faced lifetime banishment, and DA will argue he is not banished from the PGP, and I can understand that, I thought... A little too involved on the air on a show he's banned from. Therefore, now I'm just going to open the floodgates and have him way too involved on a PGP in the same week. I mean, at what point do we honor the banishment? Well, I mean, we honor the banishment every single day except for Death by Salsa Day when he was here because he was the reigning champ, so to speak. And, <laughs> you know, next year, next year now he has no say over next year's situation unless he loses again. But if he doesn't lose and isn't eating something god-awful next year, then he doesn't have a reason to be here that day. Well, DA will tell you he's still a part of that moment because he's grandfathered in. Well, Uh, And this is where I think DA some Fugazi rules. I mean, obviously, we've discussed this more than once. DA and I are the the team leaders in ways to get Robbie back on the show, whether it's the podcast or singing or eating crap. So, um, But, I mean, your argument gains more steam next year. The grandfather in thing is kind of an odd argument because DA also lost last year as well. So I just I don't know that Robbie's claim on the whole segment exists next year well, unless he loses and he has to do something again. And and to that point, Bogus, does it just become a whole can of worms? Like, is, is Huge Freeze grandfathered into making college football picks? I mean, isn't that part of the banishment that he right. can't do that? But he made those last year. I mean, that Sinatra song that he sang two weeks ago, was pretty amazing, but we recorded it so we could just play the recording again. You know, it's like my old Kentucky home before the derby this weekend. <laughs> like, it's part, of the, it's part of the tradition. Someone's got to sing it, but it doesn't necessarily need to be him in the building live. We could play it, we could play it on tape. And look, he's talented. He's definitely talented. Yes. And I know, look, I know my history here suggests I'm into making excuses, right? Like, yeah, this is the brush I've been painted on. And I understand that. So I almost feel like, you know, when I'm telling you why I didn't have huge freeze on, the quick jump down my throat will be, you're making an excuse where I, this was thought out by me. It wasn't thought out not to put out a PGP, it was thought out not having huge freeze on because right. I just, I, I had to draw a line to say, nor could I have gone over any of this with DA. It's almost like you need a board meeting. True. While he's in Peru with the Incas taking pictures with blankets on and smiling, how could I go over with him my thoughts and feelings on why Robbie should not have been invited to this week's PGP? That, that is a fair question. Like, in general, when DA is out of the country and unreachable, 
Right. Are you in charge of all this? Are we in charge of all this? Is somebody on the outs? Is there another, um, another Amanda Lara that comes in that they take, they takes over? Where does this all come from? So it is like Game of Thrones. Where a little we're just bit. Yeah, you know, a little bit. A Baratheon brother from somewhere else. And when he in. comes back, you know, was it the fan and somebody completely different? Like maybe Jacob somehow has taken control of this whole thing? Yeah, well, yeah. So I, I will say, and, and this, this is true on the PGP account, DA sitting in an airport in Peru did text me looking for the PGP, so he doesn't sleep on this at all. Now, on that note, uh, while I have you here, Bogus, the listeners haven't heard, we knew the story last year. Huge Freeze said it was a lot of trouble coming out the pack end. Yeah. Not to get too gross. Ended up eating three slices of pizza later at City Field. You, after the hot salsa... How was your Friday like after that, and how did the body react? Yeah, my Friday was not your body, <laughs> yeah. not the body. Uh, my 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 Friday was fine. I don't. I definitely ate less than Robbie did last year, and maybe Da did. I don't remember, but like Robbie took a lot of it last year. True, and they were eating scoops of chips, so there was a good pool going on. Right. You guys were eating an absorbent sponge of a peep. Although I wondered the, how much the peep actually did absorb, because I put it in the jar like three or four times to try and dig out a chunk of something to eat. Um, I think I got lucky in what you okayed as my serving size. Huh. Oh, I, I thought it was fair. It looked like there was at least a clump up there. Yeah, there was something, but it might have been more tomato than... Then right, luck of the draw, pepper, right? luck of the draw, right? So I mean, it wasn't fun for like an hour, an hour and a half. It was very, very hot, and like I could feel the heat. Literally, first it came up and out of my mouth, like I was breathing fire. <laughs> then I could ah! feel it going down towards my gut. Then, as I told you off the air the other day, there was like a half hour in there where I felt a little queasy, but I didn't know if that was me creating that feeling or right. it was legitimate. Now, I also had had like a muffin beforehand. Then I chugged the chocolate milk, had the smoothie. So like there was a lot going on yeah, in all this. Yeah, a good mixture. But by the time we got back from handing out the candy, like I was like invigorated. I felt good. Like I was hmm. excited. Like, I don't know if it was like, you know, well, was- it's endorphins. I don't know if I was like, or was jazz. it handing out the candy that jazzed yeah, you? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I felt fine. And then later, I, by the time I got home, I was starving. I had lunch and everything on the way out was fine. Like, I was prepared for that, too. Like, Yeah, because you, you could go to a lull and all of a sudden 10 hours later, it's like, hot tamale. Right. And, you know, the next time I, I sat down and do my business, I'm like, okay, here we go. God knows what's about to happen. And it was it was fine. So, it was regulated. Uh, I mean, I would never, ever do it again. I don't understand people that want to do this. Like, I didn't feel proud of myself for surviving it. Well, on that note, it's such a big jar Yeah, that, you know, you guys are each going one dip in there. You know, are people buying this and putting it out somewhere for them and their friends which that they go through a whole jar? Right, we're like, oh, Game of Thrones is on. Let me have some chips and salsa. Right, like, why and would like, you need a jar that big of it? I don't know. I don't understand the whole thing. Um, I would, And I would never, ever, ever do it again. But are you out next year? I mean, I you, don't understand. You, you speculated. Yeah, I mean... Listen, I don't under again. I don't understand this in any way. It makes no sense to me. Oh, this is your first time on the DA show, right? Uh, and like, I also th- overthink things, and like, I just like I don't want to have my mouth burnt to a crisp or like have like my esophagus singed by ridiculous. So this next one is called like the end or the death or something. Yeah, I think like, it's the end, and it comes in a book, right? And it's tiny now, and it's hot sauce. It's not salsa. It's just hot. We're sauce. gonna put it on a taco. So, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I'm not going to not be in it, but I but I would probably argue next year that maybe we should do something tiebreaker different 
no, I get different punishment. Because remember, before this happened, I argue with you that I actually was more worried about embarrassing myself by like walking around in a bunny suit than and eating which, salsa. Which, by the way, went great. Went great. I might now be open to embarrassing myself instead of just eating something spicy again. So maybe we'll give people an opt-out clause, something else, but it's got to be really ridiculous. You have a choice. Yeah. Do this or do that. Yeah. Maybe. Because at some point, too, like, we've also done this now. Like, we've seen Robbie cry. We've seen DA stomp his feet. <laughs> I got all red. Like, <laughs> it all, like, we almost just need, for variety's sake, to we, try something different. We need change. Hey, hey, Mighty Ducks 3, they even went back to high school, right? Exactly. So- <laughs> all right, well, that's going to do it for the PGP. Um, favorite part about handing out the candy, real quickly, because that was on camera at Watch DA? I don't think I can say my favorite part um, without getting myself in trouble. I will say this. Um, I have passed people that I gave candy to, and no one has seemed to connect the dots that that was me, which I think ends up being a positive. And I will say, following both you and DA around, DA got very noticed when we went upstairs in the 11th floor, but even around the 10th floor where we were, yeah. because, you know, I'm not to get too insidey, I get the feeling that some of the salespeople actually thought we brought in an, a real Easter bunny to celebrate the holiday and <laughs> didn't grasp that you or DA was right. actually, you know, working here. I did explain to somebody in that sales office room what we were doing. Right. But I don't think everybody heard it. I think there were definitely a couple people that went home that day saying our company brought in an Easter bunny. Right. Where where's my picture? Right. And I sit on your knee. Yeah. Which, you know, I know DA for sure is gonna end up on somebody's Instagram. But yeah. Hey, that's the way the cookie All right. crumbles. All right. Well, you can follow Andrew Bogish on Twitter. At Andrew Bogish. And you can follow me on Twitter at CBS. Have a good week, everybody. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.